I'm Dr. Nicole Byers, clinical psychologist and brain health expert, and you're listening to The Bold Life Podcast, the podcast for working moms who are feeling stressed out and overwhelmed trying to do it all. As a working mom with big career dreams, I know what it's like to not have enough time in the day and to lack the skills and confidence to reach your goals. I have spent years understanding how our brains work and learning what holds us back from having the courage to reach our dreams. Each week, I'll be sharing practical strategies to help you find more time in your day, build your confidence, fight back against mom guilt, and reach your goals. If you want to learn how to thrive both at home and at work, you're in the right place. Hello, and welcome to the Bold Life Podcast. Today, we're joined by Julie Davey, who's here to talk to us about gut health and how changes in gut health can impact our well-being. Julie is a nurse practitioner, co-owner and founder of A Natural Shift, and co-host of the Take the Upgrade podcast. Julie has more than 20 years of experience in the healthcare industry, and for the last seven years, she's helped hundreds of overwhelmed people transform their lives by healing their body with natural medicine and developing their own set of unique health habits. Welcome to the podcast, Julie. Thank you so much for having me, Nicole. I'm really excited about this conversation. It's my favorite thing to talk about. Wonderful. I'm super excited as well. This is not an area I know a lot about, so I cannot wait to ask you a ton of questions and (laughs) learn more. So I know I told folks a little bit about you in the intro, but can you tell us more about what got you interested in working in this area? Yeah, absolutely. So as you mentioned, I'm a nurse practitioner and I worked in traditional medicine, actually in cardiology for, um, gosh, a little over 20 years. Uh, And then it was probably about seven years ago that I started to slowly make the transition into more uh, holistic health and just really took a more holistic approach to my own health and to my family's health. And that's probably what initially got me interested um, just in holistic wellness in general. But in terms of gut health, I have had gut issues my entire life. And so that's probably one of the reasons that I'm so passionate about it, because once I kind of um, navigated, I mean, I tried so many different things for so many years. And once I really figured out kind of what the secret sauce is and kind of healed my gut, then that really just was like, I want to help every single person I can do this because it, I mean, the gut controls everything. And so it's just huge. Once you, you are free of, you know, all of the symptoms and the discomfort, and it's just, it's something that I want for everyone. Yes, absolutely. I love that. And you would know more about this than me, but I hear a lot of complaints about gut health. I'm guessing it's pretty common for folks to struggle in this way. You know, it is. And I know we'll probably dig into this a little bit, but sometimes people don't realize uh, a lot of the symptoms that they experience that are not GI related that, you know, aren't gut related, they don't think are gut related, they actually are. So, you know, I might see someone who is having extreme fatigue and a ton of skin breakouts. Those would just be two common examples. And what they don't realize is it's actually because their gut is out of balance. Often there are pathogens that shouldn't be there that need to be, you know, killed and gotten rid of. And um, there's probably some leaky gut. So sometimes it's those extra you know, manifestations that people aren't aware of. Sure, when you have the bloating and the gas and the constipation, you naturally would think, oh, you know, I have a gut issue. Um, But it's so much more than that. 
So interesting. Yeah, let's dive into that. I am really interested in that because you're right. What I would think of when I think of gut health is kind of traditional stomach symptoms, right? But it sounds like there's so much more and has so much of an impact on our body. Absolutely. So, so just probably a good place to start is with, you know, what is gut health? I think that's a term that is just really thrown around a lot and, and maybe people understand it and maybe some people don't. So just to kind of clarify, when you hear that term, what that means is it just refers to the balance of the microorganisms in our digestive tract basically. So we have, you know, trillions and trillions of microorganisms that live in our gut. And, you know, when the, let's just keep it really simple. When, when the bad organisms outweigh the good, then we really have a problem and we start to develop all of these symptoms. So it's something called dysbiosis. That's very common. Um, you know, most people have it to some degree unless they have gone through a healing protocol. But if we're looking at just signs and symptoms, you know, what would you, what would a person experience and how would they know if they had gut issues? So let's just start with the obvious, like we mentioned. The most common things would be bloating, gas, constipation, diarrhea, indigestion, um, stomach cramping. If you have those things on a regular basis, then something is off in your gut. Multiple food intolerances, that's a big one that sometimes people don't link to poor gut health. But if you start, and this this was actually part of my story, if you start noticing you're eating all of these, um, especially healthy foods, like I would eat, you know, things like quinoa and beans and even sometimes bananas, like just things that, you know, randomly you would think, how could you be intolerant of all of these things when actually I didn't used to be? So like if you develop food intolerances, and maybe you didn't used to have those, that's a big clue that something's off balance in your gut. Right. So just a few more would be poor sleep. We know that the microbiome in the gut, it actually releases the same sleep-influencing neurotransmitters um, like dopamine, serotonin, GABA. You know, we think about those being produced in in the brain, but they're actually also produced in the stomach, in the gut. Um, And melatonin, we know that, you know, that's a big, um, you know, sleep hormone and it's produced in the gut as well. So if you're, if you're not sleeping well, that could be a sign that something's off balance. Um, If you have low immunity, so let's say you're getting sick all the time. I mean, you probably have heard 70% of your immunity lives in your gut. And so there's, you know, a huge connection there. If you're getting sick a lot, it's because you most likely don't have enough good pathogens, you know, to fight off the things that you're coming in contact with. Also, mentioning kind of um, going back to like a gut-brain connection. There's a huge gut-brain connection. And so one of the things that I actually see a lot in the clients that I work with when I begin working with someone, I take what I just call an intake form that you gives me their whole history and, and the symptoms that they're experiencing. And one of the most common symptoms is emotional issues like anxiety, depression, um, and also mood swings. And it's, it's very interesting because I can often look at what we find um, on the testing that we do and link it to certain pathogens because there are actually certain pathogens, um, you know, bad pathogens that actually cause you to have those symptoms like H. pylori, for instance. It's very common to have mood swings with H. pylori. So when I see that, I see that someone's having a symptom like that. It's, it's really neat to be able to link it and go, okay, well, this is probably why because you have H. pylori living in your stomach. 
So that's a big one. And then um, skin issues. We know the skin is our largest organ and that's often, you know, where our body starts to show us signs first. You know, the skin, we detoxify. Our body tries to get rid of these toxins um, through the skin. And so if you have breakouts, it could be acne, it could be eczema, psoriasis. That is a sign that your gut is off balance. Another one, especially for women, is hormone imbalances. Uh, you know, if we're not, first of all, if we're not digesting fat um, and absorbing it properly, then we don't manufacture hormones properly. And so um, our hormones can be, you know, really out of balance. Then we start to have all of those not fun hormonal symptoms too. Right. And then I would say, you know, lastly, um, there are more, but I would say lastly, like the most common is difficulty losing weight. I see this a lot. And studies actually show that dysbiosis, that imbalance of good and bad bacteria play a big role in weight gain. Um, there's there's typically low grade inflammation when you um, when you're overweight um, and the and it really affects the gut microbiome. So that's another big one um, that I see a lot. So interesting. I love that. And so it really sounds like any change in our gut health can have these downstream effects almost anywhere in our body, right? We're talking about lots of different systems that can be impacted. And, you know, it's easy coming from my background to one thing I talk about a lot on this podcast is, you know, how connected our minds and our bodies are and how those things can kind of cycle. So if my gut is off and it's causing me to develop these other symptoms and that's causing fatigue, for example, you know, that's going to make me feel worse, which I'm guessing is going to impact my gut more. And, you know, things can really spiral out of control. Is that, am I on the right track there? Yes, absolutely. Yes. And sometimes it's, it's kind of like, I just usually say it like, you, you know, you're on the hamster wheel and you can't get off. It's just like, you know, this, this, you know, one thing leads to the next. And then it's just like this never ending cycle until you really get to the root cause and break the cycle. Interesting. I know you said there are some really specific gut microbes that can cause some of those specific symptoms. Is this something that we can get tested for? Or what do you do there? Yeah, absolutely. So um, in terms of testing, just to kind of give you a little bit more background about um, my story. So I, and this is this, because I feel like people can really relate to this. You know, what do we typically do, um, especially as women, we're often caring for our family, we're caring for our friends, and we put ourselves and our, you know, what we're experiencing, how we're feeling kind of on the back burner, and we dismiss symptoms very easily. We say, oh, I guess it's normal to be bloated every time I eat, or I guess it's normal to, you know, only go to the bathroom, you know, have a bowel movement like once a week. And it, these things are not normal. So I'm always right. telling people, you know, you know your body better than anybody else. And um, so what I find is often you'll start, see, you you finally decide, okay, I'm going to go and I'm going to try and figure out what what's going on, why I'm experiencing these symptoms. And then maybe you go to a traditional medical doctor and Trust me, I am not against traditional medicine at all. I 100% believe that there is a time and a place, um, you know, for both, for traditional and for a more holistic approach. Um, I think that if we can, you know, reach for the more holistic approach, get to the root cause, then that's the way to go for sure. Um, but let's say someone is in that dilemma and then they go to a traditional medical doctor and, you know, they say, well, you know, we've done all these tests. We can't really find anything wrong with you. So, you know, eat a lot of fiber and take your probiotic and, you know. Yeah, totally. And, and you still have all these symptoms. And then what it does is 
it really starts to affect your mindset. And you start to think, gosh, I'm crazy. Nobody can find anything wrong with me. What's maybe, you know, maybe I have a, a mental health issue. Like you just start, your mind just starts to play tricks on you sort of and tell you these things that actually are not true. Um, and so then maybe you also try all of these different things that you've researched, you know, well, this worked for this person or this product says it works for this, you know, and you, and you go down, you go that route. And that was a little bit sort of my story. Um, and the things that I was doing, they would help some, but it would never get 100% better. And it didn't, I didn't heal everything and everything, you know, got balanced and back to normal until I actually had the proper test. Um, and so that is really what drove me and made me really passionate about now offering this test to my clients. So the test that um, it, it's the most comprehensive test, um, it uses DNA technology to look at different pathogens uh, in the gut. It's called the GI map test. Okay. And it's a stool test. So this is a test that you do in the comfort of your own home. So um, you, you get the test mailed to you, you take a stool sample, you send it back in. And then what the test looks at is it will give us a picture of everything in your microbiome. So it tells us, how much good bacteria do you have in your gut? Because that's important. We, you know, we want to have healthy levels. We don't want our good bacteria to get overgrown because that's problematic as well. It tells us, of course, if we have any pathogenic bacteria. It tells us if we have um, any bacteria that are associated with autoimmune disorders. We look for parasites, for different viruses, for yeast like candida. Um, we look at immune markers. So how strong is your immune system? We look at fat digestion and absorption. Are you sensitive to gluten? Is your liver detoxing properly? Are you making enough digestive enzymes? We get all of that information from this one stool sample. And then what I do is once I take I take those results and then I create a customized protocol for each client because that's another thing that really kind of frustrates me with traditional medicine is, you know, the protocols that are used are just kind of a one size fits all. And that's not what our bodies are. We're all, right. you know, we're all unique. We're all individual. And that's the approach it should be taken when, you know, we're, we're treating ourselves for, for something specific. If we can get to that root cause, then that's the best way to heal and get rid of it for good. Absolutely. So interesting. And so, so we do the stool test, you get those results back, and then you come up with a, a personalized program. Is it based on diet changes or kind of how do we go about fixing these gut issues? Yeah. So um, when I go through this process with a client, then the protocol is um, comprised of a couple of things. So first, we use products. They're all natural. So we'll use a combination of herbs. We use some essential oils um, to kill off pathogens, to you know build up our good bacteria, and to rebalance everything, to boost the immune system, all of that. Uh, and then also certainly diet plays a huge part um, in your gut, of course, and in healing your gut. And so we go through dietary and lifestyle changes. So it's it's very comprehensive. I include everything in the protocol. So it takes about an hour. Um, I do all of my consult, consults virtually. That's a, a common question that I get um, sometimes on social media is, what if I don't live in your area? Right. Um, everything's done virtually. So that's the, you know, the one of the great things about technology. And then we can also talk about, if you want, I can kind of give your listeners um, some ideas of 
some things that they could start doing if they're having any of these issues, even before testing? Yes, I'd love that. Let's do that. What should we do? Okay, perfect. So, uh, well, well, let's first, if you don't mind, I would love to mention what some of the things that lead to poor gut health are, because that kind of helps us put everything in context and go, okay, what might could I start eliminating? Totally. Okay. In terms of food, processed foods, of course, um, are going to be, you know, your your worst nightmare for your gut. Um, really, anything with, you know, your hydrogenous fats and sugar, especially. I mean, those are probably two of the biggest things. Um, it really alters the gut microbiome. And the bad bacteria in our gut starts to feed on this processed food and sugar. And so we're actually just, you know, contributing more to the to the underlying issue. And I'm sure you've heard the the statement every time you eat you're either feeding disease or fighting it. So that's kind of a yeah, kind of a good way to think about it. Stress is the other thing. Stress is huge. Stress can make the intestinal barrier weaker. It's actually a, a very common cause of leaky gut, um, mm. which we can t- you know talk more about too um, if you'd like. And then I would say the third and final thing that or the most common would be medications that we take. You know some some over the counter medications, um, things like even just Tylenol and, and Advil, all the way to antibiotics. I mean, that's probably your most common one that disrupts the gut microbiome. Um, And then in terms of things that we can do that like you could start, um, anyone who's listening right now, if if that kind of host, that list of things that we talked about in the beginning, if you're having any of those, you know, you can't sleep, you have the low immune system, you have any of the GI systems, all of those things, Start trying some of these very simple things I'm going to mention and see how it affects you. See um, if you notice improvement. So the first one is, you know, we can do something very simple before we eat to activate our parasympathetic nervous system. And our parasympathetic nervous system is what we call our rest and digest system. So we want kind of more activation of, of the parasympathetic nervous system when we're eating because it helps us digest our food. So one thing you can do is just take some slow, deep breaths. And I used to think this was like kind of silly to, if I'm being honest with you, before I started doing it, I was like, is this really going to help? And it actually does. So if you just take a big, deep breath in and count to five, and then you hold it for a count of five, and then you let all of your air out for a count of five, and then you hold it for a count of five. So that's kind of like one series. And if right. you did that only, you know, four or five times before you eat, it's going to put your body into more of a relaxed state and activate that parasympathetic nervous system. That's going to help you digest your food better. So definitely try that. Also, taking a walk after you eat is really great for digestion. One thing that people don't realize, I think sometimes is, or maybe haven't heard this, is drinking water with your food actually dilutes or drinking anything. I say water because hopefully it's water, but um, (laughs) um, it actually dilutes your digestive enzymes and makes it harder for your body to digest food. So it's best to drink your water or what, you know, your liquid um, after you eat, save it for, I mean, if you need a few sips, you know, that's totally fine. But drinking like, you know, a whole glass of water with your meal that dilutes your, not only your digestive enzymes, but it dilutes your stomach acid and stomach acid. I find that almost everyone that I test, 
almost everyone has low stomach acid. And that's one of the reasons that we have all of these pathogens that get overgrown in our, in our gut is because if we have good levels of stomach acid, not only does it help with our digestion, but it actually kills pathogens that we come in contact with so that they don't kind of take root and get overgrown. So having enough stomach acid is really important. So we don't want to dilute it, you know, with drinking water. Speaking of digestive enzymes, our bodies make digestive enzymes, but actually the amount that we produce tends to decrease with age. Um, and there are other reasons that, you know, we don't have enough digestive enzymes, but most people that, I, that on the testing don't have enough digestive enzymes either. So that's something simple. You can actually go and purchase some digestive enzymes. You can, you know, buy them at health food stores, um, online, of course. Um, if you if you want specific brands, you can certainly reach out to me and I'll be happy to provide that for you. But this really, if you have a lot of bloating, gas, constipation, you will notice an immediate difference when you take digestive enzymes with your food. It's one of the like first things that I have people do because you can really get some good results right away. And, you know, everybody wants to feel better as fast as possible, you know, so. Yeah. Can I ask a question about that? Um, are digestive enzymes the same as probiotics? Is that the same thing or is that different? That is an awesome question. Um, no, they are, they're actually different. So, okay. So digestive enzymes are what help our body break down our food and actually absorb the nutrients. Because here's something else that's interesting, you might find interesting. When our gut is off balance and has all of this dysbiosis, it doesn't matter how healthy we eat. So we can be eating nothing but fruits and veggies and still be nutrient deficient because our body, the dysbiosis and often leaky gut causes our gut to not be able to extract the nutrients from our food. Interesting. Yes. So digestive enzymes help break down the food and um, absorb the, help your body absorb the nutrients. Now, probiotics was also something that I was going to mention. So I'm glad you brought that up. Probiotics are simply the good strains of bacteria that we want to have more of. And, and sometimes it helps when we have more of these, it kind of helps crowd out the bad bacteria, so to speak. Okay. So um, you definitely want to be taking probiotics or eating foods with probiotics, you know, things like kimchi, kefir, sauerkraut, kombucha, fermented veggies, um, apple cider vinegar, yogurt, you do have to be careful with because, you know, there's a lot of not so great brands of yogurt out there that are loaded with sugar and chemicals, but, right. um, you know, there can be some probiotics there as well. Um, so definitely taking a probiotic, getting some of those foods in. I also want to mention prebiotic fiber is really, really important as well. Um, and so you can get probiotics that have a prebiotic fiber with them. And all that is, is the prebiotic fiber is what the probiotics feed off of. So it really helps our probiotics to just be more effective. Probably the most common foods that are, that have the highest prebiotic fiber are bananas, onions, garlic, and asparagus. So incorporating more of those foods will also help and then another thing that I would mention that's really easy to do that I like to do every day is get some collagen in your diet because collagen helps to heal leaky gut. Now, you might be thinking, well, I don't even know if I have leaky gut. Right. Yeah. Here's the thing. Most everyone 
if you've not just done a gut healing protocol, most everyone, just from the environment that we live in, the foods that we eat, the stress that we're under, the medications that we've taken over time, has some degree of leaky gut. It may be mild all the way to severe, but taking collagen, I mean, collagen supports healthy joints, hair, skin, nails as well, but it heals the gut lining and it heals leaky gut. So you could do that in a few ways. You could sip on some bone broth. Um, You could also take collagen powder. I love to use collagen powder in my coffee every morning. Um, There are some um, brands now that have liquid collagen. So that's just another really, I would say good thing, not just for gut health, but for overall health. And then lastly, I would say an elimination diet is, is really, really helpful um, I actually have a five-day gut reset guide, and it it's somewhat of an elimination diet because for five days, we eliminate, you know, all of what I call like the foods that are like the gut bombs. Um, we eliminate you know, sugar, dairy, gluten. Those are like the top three. And then during these five days, we're just eating whole real foods. It's not about, you know, you don't, you can reset your gut with just whole foods. You don't need to, you know, do like a juice cleanse or just, you know, fast for, I mean, not, I I think fasting is great, but you, you don't have to do those things to reset your gut. You know, it's really about nourishing your body with whole real foods. So those are probably, I would say my top suggestions for things that people could do and start right now that they would would begin to see results in right away. That's fantastic. And it sounds like, you know, even just some of those pretty small changes might make a big difference, like the not drinking water during a meal. I didn't know that at all. I don't know why in my head, for some reason, I thought we were supposed to drink <laughs> liquids while we ate. I don't know where I got that yeah. from, but I always think that, right? And, yeah. you know, incorporating some of those um, other nutrients and supplements into our diet that even just in little amounts could make a big difference. Yes, absolutely. Fantastic. And so you mentioned your five-day gut reset guide. Tell me more about this. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. This is a guide. It comes in an ebook. So it has five days worth of meal plans, has all of the recipes, has a grocery list. But then not only that, it has all of a lot of the stuff that I've mentioned here, in addition to more ways that you can start beginning to heal your gut, um, to really think about things that you need to eliminate. We talk about stress, how to control stress. And I start out, the guide actually starts out with, why do we want to do this? Why is it so important? Because I think you do have to know the why behind, you know, what you're doing in order to stick with it. Um, I also talk about, you know, how to make, how to make these changes a, a lifestyle and a habit so that you don't, you know, kind of go backwards. Maybe you do the guide and then, yeah. you know, these are things that we want to stick, right? Um, and develop these healthy habits so that we can have good gut health moving forward too. Yeah, I love that. And I love that it includes that meal planning component. I know for me, that's often a barrier to making any um, food-based changes, right? Is it's like, uh-huh. I feel like this is going to be something healthy for me, but I don't really know where to start. And I, you know, it feels really overwhelming. And so I just don't make any changes. Yeah. Yeah. I would say it's very step-by-step. It's a step-by-step approach and it's a very actionable. So I, and I don't make, um, I love to cook, um, but I don't make like complicated recipes. It's not a, you know, who wants to spend like all your time in the kitchen? You know, you want something delicious that's good for you, 
in the in the least amount of time you know possible. So <laughs> they're very easy recipes, and there's a video on how to do each one, which is very short. So, oh, fantastic! So can can my listeners get their hands on that? Where should they go to find out more? Yeah, absolutely. So if you'll just go to my website, which is just juliedavy.com, it's D-A-V-E-Y.com. Right there on the on the homepage, you'll not only see the gut reset guide, but you'll also see um, if you'll uh, put your email into the little box there, you'll get my free ebook. It's called Four Gut Hacks You Need to Know. So it's um, it's actually things that we didn't talk about today, other things that you can do to improve your gut health and the um, four things that I recommend starting. So you can get that for free. And then the gut reset guide is there as well. Awesome. I'll put that link to your website in the show notes as well. So folks can just click on that in the episode uh, to find out more about you and to snag those awesome guides. Perfect. Well, thanks so much for being with us today, Julie. I know I learned a ton about gut health and I could talk to you about this forever. It's super interesting. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. This is a great conversation. All right, everyone, that's a wrap for today. Thanks for listening. I'm Dr. Nicole Byers, and this is the Bold Life Podcast.